0: chuck uh, state college pitcher in the draft week of course the brother of ken walden chuck was currently with the a's so eric how's it going
1: doing well julian thank you for having me on
0: yeah you know i had to do the trifecta we had ken we had brandon who we'll get to later as well so really cool to see you pitch because i saw you throw at trenton that's the first time i saw you pitch in the draft week so that was really cool
1: yeah, just pitching uh, pitch an old Yankees minor league affiliate. Um, it was really cool uh, just gained this experience in the draft league so far.
0: So, you're a righty, Ken's a lefty. I think that's kind of interesting. So, um, growing up, like, did you guys work together a lot, like him from the left side, you from the right side? Like, were there certain things you've taken from him a little bit, even though it's a little bit different?
1: Uh, Yeah, so I've always – I'm very jealous of him being left-handed, to be honest. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, we've always grown up we've even despite being left hand, he's played a lot of the same positions I have um just, uh first base pitching, outfield, um, my dad had him catch until he's about fourteen, so it's um yeah, it hasn't been too different, but yeah, it's definitely been a learning experience,
0: so take me through your process um like what led you to the draft league? I know it's kind of like a good area for people. They're searching a little bit to give themselves kind of new life in a sense, in a way. I know you went through college, obviously. And I also find it unique that you played a little first base in college, too.
1: Yeah, so uh, I graduated from college in 22. Uh, uh, did two, did the two-way thing for my first three years, and I uh, just went pitcher only for my senior year uh, as I started to get more serious towards that. And uh, after graduating, I still had hopes of playing professionally um dealt with a little injury bug that summer and then uh i went to a frontier league spring training um this past spring got released after so just uh been training at tread athletics and uh yeah just the draft league just gave me that opportunity to get in professional baseball and uh, start the journey
0: so like how unique of an experience is it like how much difference does it feel from college ball or maybe some other leagues you've played in
1: oh it's huge yeah um I played Division three school. Um, uh, our resources were very good there, but I just think this level of like how players are taken care of, it is uh, it is very different. Um, yeah, just on the player side of things. Um, uh, uh, the roster sizes and. Uh, just, you're going to be on the field, and you're going to have to perform regardless.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of pressure with MLB eyes on you, and I know you're obviously trying to get drafted next year, and you've got a nice window here with a week left of the season. So what's something valuable you've learned about yourself in this process of playing in the draft week or about your game or something?
1: Um, just taking it day by day. That's been my hugest thing ever since I've been here. Um, being a really, I started mostly in college, so it's like you have a bad outing, you have to wait a week until you pitch again. As a reliever, I'm I'm back on the mound two to, two days later. So, I mean, just trying to live in the moment, um, take pitch by pitch. Um, that's been the biggest thing I've learned, just not dwelling if you have a bad outing. So what? Just, you're going to be back out there and uh, be ready to perform.
0: So what did you do at Will you to get yourself ready? Like what was some stuff you learned there and um... – Maybe some people that helped guide you during this process to the draft week.
1: Um, yeah, so my coach at uh, Willamette was uh, Aaron Swick. Um, he uh, he he recruited me as a hitter. He I don't think he saw much of a future for me as on the mound. But uh, my first two years, I threw a combined one in a inning and a third. But he allowed me just to throw in your squads, keep throwing bullpens, keep working on my craft until join the rotation. Uh, my junior year, junior and senior year. just uh, Yeah, just allow, allow me to work on my pitch and stuff, uh, help me with my off-speed. I've always been a bigger, stronger kid. So, I mean, the velocity was always kind of there. But a few fi- fine-tuning things was always huge. Like,
0: what were you maxing out at in college? Like, what was your arsenal? Like, what were you, what were you working with back then?
1: Um, I was – my first – two years i was talking out at 88 89 and then my last two years i was getting up to 92 93 i was up to 96 the summer after my senior year
0: Nice, right, so it's a nice jump and um that's obviously some good video so what are you doing for seconds every pitch just to back it up like what's what's what are we working on with that anything new cooking or are you just trying to focus on what you got right now
1: yeah, so in college I was trying to be – just being a starter, I was trying to be a five-pitch guy, four-seam, two-seam, curve, slider, change. Um, then after college I decided – well, I helped a few opinion coaches. I uh, decided the curveball and the two-seam are not very good. So I uh, just really try to maximize my four-seam slider and change up right now.
0: Well, oh, that's a good mix to go. of the bullpen, I know your last downing went pretty well. You were scoreless, so – Looking to keep that rolling. And then the other night I saw you were pitching too and um, gave up one run in two innings. And you began a few strikeouts. So things are looking good for you so far.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's been, as a reliever, just really being in the zone has been my being in the zone from the get go. Walks kill you if you're just, if you're out there for one, two innings. Um, So yeah, just going after straight after hitters with your best stuff has been the mindset.
0: So you grew up in San Diego. Obviously, it seems like a baseball factory these days. A lot of good talent coming out of there. And um, when you were growing up with Ken, like was it just always a mindset you guys were going to be major league pitchers? Is that like drilled into you guys Are were you always looking to play professionally, or did you think you were going to end up doing something else?
1: Uh, not, we were not thinking about being professional baseball players at all. Uh, I, he didn't start playing. Uh, like competitive travel with baseball until he's about 14. I started a little earlier around 12, 13. But yeah, I think the mindset was always school first, um, baseball second. And we also, we also played a lot of sports growing up too until we're about, we didn't specialize in baseball until um, high school. So, yeah.
0: So how cool is it to watch him make his debut last year and to track his progress in the major league level and, how much does that inspire you to want to be on the big league now one day and be a pair of brothers in the MLB, which is a little bit of a rarity, especially as pitchers?
1: Yeah, I was able to go out to DC to watch his debut, which is definitely a surreal moment for the whole family. Um, but yeah, be, seeing everything he does out there, how hard he works, uh, how he gets treated out there—I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely a goal of mine for sure to be uh, to get to that stage.
0: Well, so we were big fans of him with the Yankees. I was definitely upset to see him go. That's how we first mm-hmm. met him and everything. We did a podcast with him when he was like a top pitching prospect for them. I got to watch him in Somerset a few times, so that was really cool. So, like, what was it like to see him get traded to Oakland? Like, how was how are you feeling about that?
1: Um, I I found out off of uh, Twitter. Uh, it had just happened so fast. Um, I think I was just driving. I, parents texted me. Um, it was very fast moment. And, and With the Yankees, I mean, with how much talent they have in their organization um, and like all their resources, uh, I think it was blessing and a curse, I think. I mean, I'm not sure if he would be in the uh, major leagues, would have had to wait a little bit longer, maybe if he stayed in the Yankees organization. But I think he's definitely enjoyed his time with the A's so far and it's continuing to develop with him.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with a lot of that. I think he could have gotten a chance to win when it was going to take place. So when he's getting free reign out there and, uh, he wasn't in Vegas too long with AAA. So, cause he told you like what to expect to minor league ball, like if you end up getting to an affiliate, like, did he get share some experience about what he went through the minors?
1: Um, yeah, we haven't talked too much about it. Uh, just, uh, You said uh, stay on top of, like, your routine, your recovery. Uh, It's a lot of bus rides. Um, You're living in a hotel. Stay on top of, like, your food. Trying to eat as healthy as you can. Been, like, huge. Trying to survive uh, – for staying healthy throughout the entire season. I mean, he hasn't been placed on – he hasn't been on the injured list his entire career. So, I mean, definitely uh, take what he says into account with – Staying healthy throughout the year.
0: Definitely. Uh, He's been really good at that. It's got to be a challenge. Like you see these guys grinding out there. I'm happy that made things a little bit better, but when Ken first came in, it was a little bit rough. Has gone a little bit better in certain areas within the meals and how they plan certain trips. Those bus rides got to be grueling, though. A lot of miles on Mm -hmm. those buses for road trips.
1: Yeah, we've been blessed in the draft league so far. Um, I think our longest bus ride is four hours. So, I mean, it's. It's nothing like the eight, nine, ten um, that they go through in the minor league. So, I mean, I think the draft league is like giving us an uh, opportunity to just get like see what pro ball is about. Like, it's like is this something that you, you that you really want to do? Like, this is your this is the lifestyle, even if it is just a shorter season.
0: That's cool. So, you no, know, that is kind of cool. You kind of get to see a little dive into how it's looking. It's like a little bit more enhanced for minor league. And it's kinda of giving you that inside feet. And Trenton's really cool because like we said it's the Yankees affiliate. And I don't think Kent didn't pitch there because that, they changed already. So he was in mm-hmm. Somerset at that point. But um just to see like all the guys that play in there, like, you walk in, you see stuff for Aaron Judge, like you see Seve, like Gary Sanchez back when it was a big deal. Like and even Derek Jeter has something and there was like Andrew mm-hmm. like that was pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, right. When you walk into the stadium, they just have all these pictures of all the Yankee of the, all the Yankee players who have played there. Um, I think yeah Gary Sanchez, uh, I think Brett Gardner was on there so I mean it's def- it was definitely really cool. It's like they've they've done a great job like keeping like the Yankee like historic part of the Yankees uh, in that ballpark.
0: So like what was your main takeaways from the series against Frederick? Um, what did you think you did well and what was something you thought you could have improved?
1: Um, so that was, uh, my third outing of the week. So it's something I've been trying to adjust to, um, the recovery. And, uh, so yeah, I think, no, I know I didn't have my best stuff that day. And, uh, yeah, just learning how to compete when you don't have your best stuff. I mean, it's going to be, you're out there for one, two innings, you're going to get through it. I mean, it's, but staying mentally tough out there is, uh, even when you're not feeling your best, but then, uh, from a team standpoint, uh, We're still kind of in the middle of the playoff race. We're going to have to win out the rest of the year. A couple other things have to happen, but yeah, I think uh, stay on that winning mindset um, uh, after losing this past series is going to be huge.
0: Yeah, I know you guys are fighting West Virginia for that spot, and that Trenton's got their spot secure. Mm -hmm. I'm Nothing more than to see you guys make the championship to play Trenton so I can go see it, and I Mm -hmm. hope you guys can battle and find a way to get it done and it's got to be really cool having a former big league manager and Dave Trembley in the locker mm-hmm. room. So how has he been and how cool is that for him to get to share some experiences with you guys?
1: Oh, yeah, it's been awesome uh, with Dave. He's uh, he's definitely been in the game for a very long time. Um, very nice guy, too. Uh, he will get on you when you don't respect – he he makes sure that you respect the game. Like, he's he knows how, baseball, how much baseball matters to him and to us. So I mean, if you respect the game, hustle on and off the field, play up, give everything you have. I mean, he he will treat you right, and uh, yeah, but he is he is hard on us when we're not. If you don't give it your all, he he will be hard on you. But I mean, he just has so much experience from in the game. I mean, it's it's really great to learn from him.
0: I have a funny story for you. <laughs> well, I was at that game. And you guys lost 5-4, unfortunately. I was in the downstairs. We were going to try to interview him and everything. And he said he would do it. And we were waiting in the um, manager's office or whatever. Then he kind of blew a gasket. And um, the PR guy from Trent I was like, yeah, he's not going to be able to get that done. So we didn't get an interview. And I wanted to. I was going to ask him to grab you, too. But we weren't able to get any of that done. So I'm happy this worked out.
1: Yeah, that was uh, during the tough part of the season so far. So I mean, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. That uh, I'm trying to think, uh, yeah, I do remember that. Uh, that was. I mean, I think that was really a turning point for us. I think we went on to win six in a row after that series. So I mean, oh. it's yeah, it's definitely. He definitely got on us, and uh, we definitely were ready to go after that.
0: Nice, so it's a good outcome after that. Yeah,
1: you know, so. <laughs> at least there's a good
0: ending to the story. So, because that was a tough game, it was close. You, I, you were you were pitching that night too, and um, they just got you a little bit. But it's really good that you guys were able to rebound and put together a nice little streak. Mm. So you guys just signed Ortega to catch. I know you threw to him the other day. So what were your what were some impressions you've had of him so far?
1: Oh, Rowe, uh, he's been uh, – I threw to him in my, uh, this past week at Williamsport, and uh, he's great. Uh, he does everything he wants as a catcher. He can see how you are in the mound. I think he reads pitches very well, whether they need to like, get going or they need to calm down a little bit. Um, he also called a very – I also liked all of his pitch calling too. I mean, he's not afraid to call any pitch in any count. I do definitely like that.
0: Nice, huh? I'm well, looking forward to see what he can do. I know he's gotten off to a hot start with the bat, too. He's like four for eight so far. So mm-hmm. that's good to see. And I'm looking forward to see how you guys finish out the season for sure.
1: Yeah, we just got one more week left. And, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, Rowe c- continues his hot streak. And, uh, yeah, we just finished strong.
0: Yep. Pulling for both of you guys. So, um now let's talk to, about Brandon James now. I know he's worked with Ken a lot and he's worked with a lot of great work with like pitchers at all different levels. So what is some stuff that you've done with him and how has he helped you develop?
1: Um, yeah. So I've been in and out of his facility for the past, probably about two years. Um, uh, Our main thing has been a uh, lower half. Uh, just, Learning to rotate better and having my arm up on time. It's a lot of stuff I've worked on in the past too with other pitching coaches. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, we haven't, uh, also, uh, more of the things he's given me is, uh, to help me be able to accomplish those, uh, just more mobility type stuff and, uh, getting my body moving right, just being a bigger, stronger, a little tighter mover. I think, uh, that stuff has helped me too throughout my career.
0: I went to the facility during the winter meetings. I got to meet him and everything. It's a really cool place he's got there. Like, you wouldn't expect it when you show up. Like, it's kind of just, like, in a random spot. But when you walk in there, it's all equipped. Like, there's a bunch of cool data and stuff. I even messed around and threw the out. So, that was um, that was a fun experience.
1: Yeah, when you drive up to the facility, it's definitely a uh, – you're not expecting it to look like that on the inside. But, I mean, he's, he's got literally everything you could possibly think of in there to help you as a as a baseball player. I mean, it's really – it's a great resource to have in San Diego. Yeah.
0: hundred percent. It's gotta be fun to work in there. I'm sure. So speaking of that, who are some guys that you've leaned on in, on your team? Maybe your pitching coach with state college or something, or some pitchers that kind kinds of helped you in this process.
1: Um, so, yeah, uh, our pitching coach is Jerome Williams. Um, he's pitched, he pitched in big leagues for 11 years. So, yeah, I think, uh, he's definitely been a huge help ever since I got here, especially with my off speed, um, being able to land it for sh- being able to command it better and, uh, throwing it harder get, sk- give me some better cues to help perform. And, uh, my pitching coat, uh, I work with tread athletics as well out in North Carolina. So my pitch coach, Matt Marcelli there is also, he's been a huge part of, uh, helping me create uh like sustainable velocity and, uh, just have having that mindset on the reliever mindset on the mound of right after hitters, don't care uh, what happens once the ball leaves your hand, just yeah, just going right after him. Yeah,
0: that's definitely got to be some good stuff to get into. And I know you're working really hard to get towards this MLB goal. So, I was, I'll ask about like, who are some guys in the league you look to now, maybe that you try to see like, I could be like this person or something or someone that like. Kind of gives you, like, I guess, like a semblance of yourself, if that makes sense.
1: Um, I, let's see. Um, I definitely like watching Ryan Helsley on the Cardinals. I think that, uh, I try to replicate a lot of his patterns. Um, just sitting a little longer arm path, sitting deep in the back leg, and, uh, just, giving it everything you have is uh, run the ball as hard as you possibly can down the middle. I think that's that's been a huge thing that he's done. Also, Pete Fairbanks on the Tampa Bay Rays has been – I really like watching him. I've watched a couple of po- podcasts he's been on, too, and about how, how his mindset on the mound, too.
0: Those guys are awesome examples. I mean, they're both lights out relievers. They got nasty stuff. Those are definitely good guys to try to replicate for sure. Mm-hmm. So if you were a two way player. That must have been pretty crazy. So being a two way player, knowing how tough that struggle is, like, what do you think about Shohei Otani doing what he's doing?
1: It is ridiculous how how he's doing that. I mean, I remember just how tired i would, how it'd be just after. I mean, just the, playing a division three schedule. We only play on the weekends and maybe a couple, um, like midweek every couple weeks. I mean, it's being able to like go out there, play, a visit, hit, run the bases, and go out there and still throw a hundred off the mound the next day is really impressive. Like that's yeah, he, I he takes every part of the game the right way. I mean, I I definitely think that. Uh, I'm not sure we'll ever see that happen again, to be honest.
0: I don't think so either, (laughs) especially a guy at that level. You see a lot of guys trying to replicate, like some college kids. Like, I know Paul Skeens was even hitting a little bit. I don't know if he's going to do that in the majors, but um, he's a great pitcher, too. So, yeah, it is just a wild thing to see. I mean, we'll have to see how he continues. Hopefully, his arm heals up when it's not too serious with UCL.
1: Yeah, hoping for the best for him. I mean, that was really awful news to hear, especially after the season he's been having. That's probably one of the probably the best hitter in the, one of the besters in the league and one of the best pitchers in the league too. Like not just one, the other, but he's really doing, he's probably top five in both categories.
0: Absolutely. So when you shifted off hitting and the pitching, like, did that just help you become a better pitcher? Like, was it just easier to just focus on pitching or were you more just locked in and you weren't as tired because you don't have to worry about hitting anymore?
1: Yeah. I think the tired aspect was probably the biggest part of switching over from hitting to pitching. Um, I do miss hitting and pitch hitting and running the bases all that. I feel like I was a little bit better of an athlete to be honest, but uh, yeah, it being tired and being able to i think my overall pitch ability has gone a lot better too ever since I stopped that
0: yeah, it's too bad they they have the universals the if now made it to a national have still swung the bat maybe,
1: yeah, I could have shown it off a little bit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, maybe you'll get a shot. Who knows? Maybe a pinch hit appearance sometime. You never know what happens. Stay ready.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I'm always <laughs> – see me in the cage, I'll always have a bat in my hand or something, even though I'm – no, I'll never – not a high <laughs> possibility of ever getting a bat. But, I mean, just – uh, yeah, I mean, just pulling the bat, swing around every once in a while is just fun.
0: So, sticking with the hitters, how is it compare to the college level, like the hitters you've seen in the draft league? Like how polished do you think these guys are?
1: Um, there's definitely, um, some hitters that are very polished and you have to beat them with your best stuff. I mean, it's, uh, I didn't do a whole lot of scouting reports in college. And once I got here, there's, we got a binder with weaknesses and like, this is how you attack hitters. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, you have to be a little bit more careful, I think. Um, I've given up a couple hard hit ball, a few hard hit balls the past couple of weeks. So I mean, just, uh, hitters, they, they definitely punish your mistakes still. But uh yeah, just uh not being scared of them is also a big thing for me too. Just uh going right after him.
0: Right. So um that's part of the adjustment period. Like what else did you kind of notice you had to tweak a little bit once you hit the draft league, like maybe opposed to like what you were doing in college?
1: Um mixing all my pitches a little bit more, I think. Uh uh it's mainly fastball slider in college and mixing the change-up to lefties every once in a while, curveball every once in a while. And then ever since I got here, it's been every pitch. It's like no matter what the count is, I mean, you just got to be ready to throw any pitch for a strike or put it where you want it. It's been uh, probably the biggest change.
0: So with that, what's been your biggest highlight so far? What's a moment that stands out to you in the draft week? Like you you look at it fondly, like something you said that was great.
1: Um, it's probably my start to the draft league. Um, I started off with six scoreless innings and uh also uh and a couple got playing a couple tough spots too that I got out of and also this past six game winning streak that uh we had before the Frederick series was also um definitely fun to be around the team. And uh yeah, it's definitely just a lot better experience after that initial struggle. So
0: would, that, would you say that's the most rewarding part of it, what you just told me, or is there something else that you kind of, like, just – you're just, like, really happy, like, with the experience of, like, being in the draft league? Like, what's been um, – how do I put this? Like, I guess, like, good things of being in the draft league, like, something that you're just, like – um just you can hang your hat on.
1: Um, playing in front of thousands of fans every night. I mean, I didn't do that in college, so, I mean, it's been definitely – people asking for your autograph stuff have been cool. And, uh, yeah, just living that, uh, professional baseball experience, I guess, has been huge, uh, the past month or so.
0: What's been the most difficult part of it? Like what's been the biggest challenge in the draft league?
1: Um, probably the six games a week. Yeah. It's probably been the biggest challenge of just, uh, staying mentally locked in physically ready every day. Um, uh, that's been the biggest change from college, I would say.
0: What's some stuff you do for fun to unwind from the grind? Maybe not during the season it might be too tough. What's some off-season, Um,
1: Big Netflix fan. Um, do you like being outside, though, too? So, I mean, just enjoying outside. Uh, had a couple shoulder – left shoulder problems, not my throwing shoulder, so surfing is – Surf occasionally, but not often at all. But yeah, it's uh just enjoying San Diego, I guess, has been uh the biggest part of the off, uh biggest fun habits.
0: So like do you see you probably don't know this, but like there's definitely scouts there and stuff. Like, do you know like you talked about the thousands of fans, like how like you know you know you obviously know that's an extra spotlight on you, but it's gotta be a little bit pressure-packed. Do you feel pressure at moments, or do you just like calm it down and just like block it all out?
1: Um, I I tend to block it out. I think when I'm when I'm on the mound, I'm not looking around um, the stands or anything, or like the heckles that come in when you're on the mound, or whatever. All the other external factors. I mean, it's just same game that we've played ever since we've been five years old. Thrown to the catcher.
0: How cool has it been for your family to take part in the experience? I know you said they were in the other week. So how great is it to pitch in front of them?
1: Yeah, so they were here this past week, and uh, they haven't seen me play in the competitive game in over a year. So it's definitely a really cool experience for them to come out, see me pitch a couple of times during their visit. And, uh, yeah, I think they're definitely excited to see me too.
0: Yeah, it's got to be fun to catch up with everyone after a long grind and everything.
1: Biggest challenge, like,
0: in college, like, or, like, going into college or, like, trying to enhance your career? Like, what was, like, a big roadblock you had? Like, what was the – was do you ever have a moment, like, where you weren't sure if you can go all the way? Like, what were the, like – what were the biggest obstacles you faced in your journey?
1: Um, In terms of college, I think the – especially when I was a two-way player, the time management was definitely a hard part, uh, just balancing classes in a – uh at a Division three school where it's uh definitely more academically favored compared to athletically. Bye. Yeah, and uh so yeah just doing that uh was definitely made my days a lot pretty busy I'd say. And uh yeah but ever since the uh Pro ball, I mean it's been definitely a little easier just uh I mean it's it's a set part of your day every day for baseball and you have a little bit more leeway without the classes.
0: Yeah, I can see that being tough. College is definitely not easy. I didn't play a sport in college, so I can only imagine what that entails. So
1: yeah.
0: So growing up, who were some guys you looked to when you were um, a fan as a younger age? Like who were some guys you liked to watch on the TV? Were you a Padres guy like Ken growing up, or were you kind of just like watching whatever was cool?
1: Um. So we did go to Los lot. Of- Padre games but uh I, our family is mainly a San Francisco Giants fan so I know Ken loved Madison Baumgartner growing up um I, I didn't since I wasn't really a pitcher a whole lot um I loved watching Buster Posey too but uh, in terms of pitching I love uh Justin Verlander was by far my favorite pitcher to watch growing up I mean just right-handed throwing hard um yeah just
0: yeah, it's crazy. He's still doing it. <laughs> he's, still, yeah. he's still doing it. You might get a shot to see him sooner rather than later. So that's definitely dope. Do you have any cool ballpark experiences? I know you guys hit up Petco Park a little bit. Like any cool games you saw live?
1: Um, I've seen a few walk-off home runs, but, I mean, I think my favorite ballpark experience was Ken's last start against the Angels last year. Um, Stephen Vogt's last game when he had that go-ahead home run in the eighth inning. Um, I think it's like his last game ever before his retirement. And Ken yeah. also going seven shutout innings against the Angels and striking out Trout and Otani was definitely a very cool moment to see in a ballpark, despite um, not a lot of fans there in Oakland.
0: Yeah, they gotta fix that. But I, that's that's sick that you got to see that live and what a performance getting Trout and Otani and guys yeah, got they got the win and everything. So how crazy is it watching Canada TV or like, seeing your brother pitch in the bigs and like being there alive and seeing it like how wild is that? Is it surreal at times?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, he's, he's pitching against the guys you, um, he's pitching against guys you idolize. I mean, um, and even, even I haven't been able to see him pitch in person for a while, but I mean, when I'm, when, uh, our draft league's over, I'll definitely go out go up to Oakland to see him a couple of times. But I mean, I've watched pretty much all of his starts, um, Um, this season just on the LB TV app.
0: That's sick. I mean, I try to watch as much as I can, too. I'm still really rooting for him, and I hope he continues to do well. It's been great to see him make it all the way up, and he wasn't one of the better pitchers in the Yankees. I would have liked to see it here, but, hey, I'm happy trying over there.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to see his journey and how it uh, all plays out going forward.
0: So when he was in college, like, did you think he was going to be drafted high and everything? Like, did you have a good sense of, like, things were looking good for him or were you, like, a little unsure?
1: Um, I think ever since his – he got put in, I think his freshman year he got put in a blowout game against the University of Washington and then did really well. And ever since then, he just got put in a big role. I mean, I think I, after his sophomore year, uh, he was looking for a second round. Um, that will be draft, which is definitely – very cool to see him go through that experience and like how he mentally prepares and like mentally and physically prepares for every season and uh, yeah but uh, making it to the major leagues was definitely um, his minor league experience was definitely I think a lot of stressful moments despite him dom- pretty much dominating every league except for a couple of starts in Somerset but yeah. um, I mean it's it was definitely cool to see him do well in the minor leagues and just make that way up, make his way
0: up. He was special down there. It was really cool. Um, it's, it's pretty It's great to see like when he was out there, stuff just looks nasty. Like he just comes out of his hand clean. Like that deception his arm angle is arm angles, like tough for hitters to pick up. Like when he gets that slider working too, and he got the color and everything. So, and he's locates really well. It's just, uh, it's art.
1: Yeah, definitely be a scary bat. Uh, I never had the opportunity to hit against him, unfortunately, oh. as a hitter. So, yeah, uh, there was a lot of trash talk going on between that. But, yeah, I never actually got to hit against him in high school or anything. But.
0: And you guys, uh, I'm sure you did a lot of same at-bats, right? Like you guys that were messing around, like do some live VPs or anything to give him a fresh look to see if you could hit him just for fun?
1: Um, We would have, but um, I was always catching him. Because ah, I, I, I caught, see. I call all the way through high school, and I still caught his bullpens, some of his bullpens through college and early pro ball too. Oh,
0: that's that's cool. The competition must have been fun growing up.
1: Yeah, yeah. We've always it's all we've always been pretty competitive with each other. Oh, and helpful. still are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that doesn't change too much, I guess. <laughs> Sometimes, but it's uh, it's really cool to see. So. Are you still are you maxing ninety
1: six in the draft week or are you more like in the 93-95 range? Um, it's the velocity's been down for sure. Um, I've been more in the eighty eight to ninety three range um, uh, since I've been here. Uh, yeah, just uh, the learning to go three times a week was definitely a learning experience. My first couple weeks here, uh, just a little velocity take down the past couple weeks, and it's been coming back up. So yeah, just hopefully yeah. finish strong. Yeah.
0: Like, I was trying to track it to look it up, but, like, there's really no way to do it unless you're live at the park. And I saw at 93 at Trenton you were doing it, and Brandon told me you were doing that, too. So I was just curious. So I know you got the slide and you're working on the change, too. So, like, how are those v coming in?
1: Um, Definitely still some work to do on the slider, but uh, um, the changeup has been uh probably my best off-speed pitch since I've been here, just with the movement and the velocity. Um, like the low to mid 80s, I think it plays really well off my fastball. And the slider's been mostly in the high 70s, touching 80 81. I mean, definitely going to be work for the offseason, but it's been uh, a usable pitch since I've been here. Yeah,
0: I feel like next year you know, you'll come back fresh and be able to enhance some stuff. You'll have the routine set down better. And um, hopefully you could just continue to excel and then you end up getting drafted next year. I'd love to see it.
1: Yeah, I'm really hoping. Uh, to get into an affiliate ball next year. Uh, That's definitely the goal. I mean, use this offseason. I'm just going to take advantage of this offseason the next few months to hopefully get signed.
0: So I don't know if you know how this works, and I'm kind of curious if you could offer any insight on this. Maybe you can't, but I'll go for it. So with the draft league, like when the season ends, like you guys are signed for one year and then they decide they want to do more. Like, could you go back next year? Like, do they like evaluate it again? Like, I'm kind of...
1: Like, how does that go? Um, so the first half of the draft league is a collegiate league, and then once after the draft happens, it, it turns into a professional independent league okay. for the last two months of the season. So yeah, it's kind of a difficult thing. So it's we are in professional baseball right now. Um, yeah, we. Um, but uh, since the season doesn't start until after the draft, it's mostly guys who got released from uh, an affiliate or another independent league. Um, that are just looking to f- try to finish out the season. But, um, yeah, if I don't have an affiliate team or another independent team to play for next season, I'd definitely be, uh, be happy to come back to the draft league.
0: Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I, thanks for shedding some light on that. I wasn't fully sure. So it's like – so the first time it's like kids go out of college and they go there, like if they're kind of just like trying to show more before the draft in essence.
1: Uh, yeah, it's like the guys are like on the fringe of – most, most guys are like fringe getting drafted, like trying to show off in front of uh, professional scouts. And the second half is um, just all, pro- they're all, we're all professional professionals.
0: Got uh, you. Yeah. Well, Eric, thank you so much. This was awesome. i um, really happy you were able to come on. Uh, we'll get this out there. I'll keep you posted. Um, everyone check us out on Dugout Station. That's YouTube will put it up twitter instagram and all that stuff and everyone follow eric Wallachuk on instagram and twitter i think you're the same handle if i'm not mistaken so um everyone check out his stuff as well and let's see how the last week goes really looking forward to it
1: all right sounds good julian thank you for having me on it was a uh, really great talking to you <laughs>
0: thanks for coming on and you too good luck the rest of the way we'll be in touch for sure all right sounds good we-